Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Hey, Justine. Hey, David. <laughs> what time is it? It's uh, <laughs> Kelly Ben Simone Mexican Margarita time. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I was going to go turtle time, which is kind of the same thing. But, oh, okay. Um, it's okay. Amanda didn't get that joke either, but that's because Amanda didn't <laughs> remember the scene. <laughs> I think she like checked out. <laughs> Um, I mean, I know the feeling too. Um, yeah, uh, for the listeners at home, um, I am, I'm in a fugue and I did not get the ingredients. And the only Patron that I have at home is coffee flavored, which I don't think goes well with lemonade. Yeah. I didn't even know Patron made like a coffee flavored and it's tequila. Yeah, it's like coffee flavored tequila. Uh. I got it from someone else. It was like somebody was moving and was like, I have all these expensive alcohols. Do you want some? And okay, first of all, if you ever are going to do something like that and your friend comes over, what I need you to do is hide the ones you don't want because he was like, you can have any of the alcohol. And I immediately went for this one bottle and he was like, except for that one. And I was like, <laughs> of course, you. right? Yeah. But I came out of it with like some Grand Marnier and some uh, mm, Jose Cuervo Exo Cafe. Wait, is is Jose Cuervo the good one in like the bottle that looks like a potion? Jose Cuervo is an like a decent tequila. I wouldn't say it's uh, like as high up as like a Patron or like an eighteen. Oh, I think it's Patron then. What's the one that like comes in like the bottle that like is little skinny neck and a big Pat- woo. Patron. And, okay, yeah, 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 so it's Patron XO Cafe. I don't know why. I wonder if we have that here. I don't here. drink together. Uh-huh. Uh, my, my mission, okay, Maybe. that's going to be my mission for this weekend. If we have that in Canada and if we have fluff, 
I learned what fluff was oh. the other day, like the marshmallow I stuff. grew up on that shit. We had fluffernutters during the summer when I was a kid. Did you also learn about Fluffernutter? No. Um, last night I did my Jersey Shore episode for my main feed, and mm. the situation was feeding the dog fluff. And that doesn't sound healthy for the dog. He, he, the dog was like shitting all over the house. It was it was disgusting. Yeah, of course. But uh-huh. my guest Anthony, he's from New York as well, and he was like, "How do you not know fluff? How do you not know what fluff is?" Like getting so upset, mm. and I'm just like. I don't know. I don't think we have it. And if we do, like, I never ate it as a kid or anything. So I'm going to search for I that. I think it, it is – I think it's a bit of a regional thing because um, my mom's family is from New England. Mm-hmm. And they grew up with fluff. My stepdad's family is from Texas. They've never heard of fluff before either. And I think there was something that recently showed up online of people asking about fluff. Because what we would do, what we would like one of the sandwiches that I distinctly associate with going to my grandmother's beach house in Connecticut during the summer is a fluffer nutter, <laughs> which is a sandwich with peanut butter and marshmallow. That's fries. what he was telling me about. And I said that it yeah. sounded disgusting. And he was like, it's fucking delicious. Uh huh. Oh my God. That's really so funny. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. They're, I mean, if you like, it's like peanut butter and sweet. So, I mean, it's like the fluff tastes like, actually, it tastes like I'm eating a little Debbie oatmeal sandwich cream. <laughs> so it tastes a little bit like that, like like the cream part. Yeah. I, it can't, it can't taste that much different from like a peanut butter and like jelly sandwich because the jelly is just mm-hmm, like yeah. pure sugar anyways. Right. And I'm assuming yeah, that's yeah. what the fluff is. So. Mm-hmm. That's usually why I don't put, like, the fancy jellies on my peanut butter sandwiches. Because, like, sometimes I'll get, like, a fancy, like, um, like, I don't know, peach preserves with, you know, it usually has some sort of, like, cloth over the cap. And I'm sure somebody got it from, like, a fancy place. It's not like, it's not like Smucker's or Knott's Berry Farm Concord grape jelly. It's, like... Polaner all fruit. <laughs> um, so that I'll say for like a toast or a bagel or a, some sort of thing that needs that, but I won't. But like on a peanut butter sandwich, I won't put that. But like, yeah, it's because like smug. Yeah, yeah, yes. A lot of jellies are just sugar. I'm <laughs> saying sorry. I had some because I don't. Ha- I didn't have. I didn't go to the, the liquor store. I. Um, I took a walk and I smoked a little bit, and then I had a mango Rita. So I'm a little goofy right now. Okay, so I'm going to try this. I still haven't taken a okay. sip. Um, okay. okay, so I just did half beer. I'm drinking a Sleeman, and then half mm-hmm. uh, lemonade, and then I just put a shot of Patron in, which mm-hmm. which I measured with a New York City shot glass for the theme. Hey. Uh, and I'm fucking terrified to take a drink of this right now. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. Okay, I'll take a sip of my margarita with you. It's actually delicious. (laughs) Oh, it is? Okay. It's actually really good. Okay. 
Because, like, as I was thinking about it a little bit later, there's a drink called a Shandy, which is, like, a really light beer plus lemonade, and it's actually really good. So, I mean, you're just adding vodka to that. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to get wasted off of this one drink, so. Yeah. I mean, it's got, like, enough sugar and alcohol to, like, put someone down. (sighs) The Kelly Ben Simone Mexican Margarita. Mm-hmm. By the way, I found her on TikTok. Really? And all the comments are like, go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> is she new or is she like, has she been on TikTok and nobody like knew and nobody cared? She's got like quite a few videos. Like all of her videos mm. are just of her like, you know, doing like a model walk and like spinning around and she'll use like mm. Cardi B up or like you know, songs that are big on TikTok. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Good for her. She looks great. She's got an amazing mm-hmm. body. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I've always thought she looks really good. It was just sort of the like, what? As we saw in the part three reunion. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do think she looks good. And there's a lot of times I'm like, damn, she's pretty. But like, there are also other than, yeah, she goes running in traffic and you're just kind of like, whoa. Yeah. But yeah, Kelly Ben Simone. Kelly Kaloran Ben Simone. Yeah, Andy loves Mm -hmm. calling the housewives by their, like, full names. Mm -hmm. Like he's their, like, mother or something. Yeah. Like there's one with Nene Leakes where he calls her, what's Mm -hmm. her full name? It's like Lenitha or something. Yeah. He's like a Lenitha... Middle name leaks, and then she's like, "Okay, my name's Lanitha now," and he's like, "That's your name." Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah, you get this like, I don't, yeah, like all of, it, it makes you feel like you're on the stand for something. Where all of a sudden it's like, Ramona Marie, Kathleen singer i was gonna make a, <laughs> a maiden name for her but like i did, didn't and i don't know why i'm making her like irish i was like sitting there on amazon today for like 10 minutes debating if i should buy her book or not mm-hmm. life on the road i'm seriously poster. tempted i'm seriously tempted to buy class with the countess if that ever was released it was released okay okay because, like, I thought I would have at least heard about it, but I haven't. And, though, and I did listen to an interview with Brian Mullen recently, Moylan, mm-hmm. um, where he was promoting his new, his new book that is, like, Housewife Secrets. And um, I was like, that actually sounds really interesting. And I don't think I've ever picked up a um, reality TV-inspired book. Is that the one like the- that goes through and tells you, like, how a housewife gets cast, what makes them keep them? What makes them get fired? Mm-hmm. Like all of that stuff. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay. I want to read that one for sure. Yeah. It's like, whoa. Spill the beans, dude. Apparently, like, <laughs> Bravo even reached out and told people, like, not to talk to him. And so he was having to do this, like, you know, if you were a producer on season one of Real Housewives of Miami, please contact me. So I'm like, and you no longer work for Bravo ever. Or like I don't I don't what an obscure housewife would be. Um, 
Are there obscure housewife cities that people are like, oh, I didn't know that there was a housewife? I mean, there was actually, I looked it up, there was a real housewives of Toronto, but um, but mm. I don't think Bravo, it has anything to do with Bravo. Like, I think they might have just got the rights for the name and they only had one season. Uh, mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know. There's definitely, like, random ones, right? Like, yeah. I mean... Do you know if the other international ones, then, are related to Bravo? Or they, do they just have the, the rights? Uh, the Real like Housewives Melbourne. of Melbourne, Cheshire. Is that how you say that? Cheshire? Uh, sure. <laughs> I just know Melbourne and Johannesburg. Yeah. Mm. I mean, the the streaming app that I have has, like, literally all of them. So... I would oh. have to like look at it, but yeah. Okay. I definitely really want to mm. read that book. I'm like so interested in yeah. behind the scenes of reality TV, and mm. I would love to know like what makes them keep a housewife, or you know, mm. you're too much, you're not enough for us, type of thing. You know. Yeah, and I think like I think of it with um. There's a couple queens of Drag Race who have kind of made a career out of talking about their time on Drag Race and what kind of was going on at the time that has, like, really shed a light into reality TV. In fact, I think RuPaul's Drag Race in general has really been a let me shine a light into reality TV, although at the beginning of the show, it was the actual show itself. And by now, it's like they're trying to be every other reality TV competition show out there. Um, so it's people like former contestants who are like, no, they did this and it was really shitty. You should give um, me like one or two really good seasons of that show to watch. Cause I tried watching mm-hmm. the all stars one, I don't know, pretty recently. And I just mm-hmm. like, couldn't get into it. But I was like, I feel like if I already knew who these people were, like saw them originally get introduced, then I might be more into okay. it. And there's okay. so much of it that I don't want to just start from the beginning. So I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All-Star season two is usually considered to be one of the best seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but a good chunk of who's on that season uh, came from season five, which is usually considered one of the better seasons. I would say for like early show um, three, four, and five are pretty top notch. Um, three, I think was a th- okay. So in three, after three, a whole bunch of stuff changed because um, the winner was leaked early on, and so RuPaul had this whole like, "It's my show. I get to do what I want." Screw you. Mm-hmm. So then after that, what's always happened is they will film all the different, like, all the people who make it to the finale, they will film the, all of their being crowned and then have a big party on release night where the editors have pieced together an episode of the winner being crowned. So, like, all three all three top three contestants have been – have had shown them being crowned. And they're having to, like, go to, like, the theater to watch themselves get crowned on TV. Okay. Um, it's a little bit like um, in Project Runway, the top three go to Fashion Week. But in reality, it's the top six because by the time Fashion Week 
is happening, the show is already well into its showing. Mm-hmm. So they don't want to... They usually figure by that time you've seen... Like, it it, it lines up somehow. Like, so, like, however many people are left in the show are um, the people showing at Fashion Week so that if you're watching the show as it's as it's airing, you're not going to get spoiled about who the top three are. Right. Yeah. Um, so I'd say five is probably like the one, like the most complete of a season. Because um, you're looking at Jinx Monsoon, Alaska Thunderfuck, Roxy Andrews, and um, and Detox and Detox, Roxy, and Alaska make up a big part of All Stars Two. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's a couple other later seasons that are pretty good. I'd also recommend um, Drag Race Thailand, of which there are only two seasons, although it's a little hard to find. But um, just because it's not related to the rest of this show, like they're now doing international spinoffs, but Thailand, especially see like those queens work in Thailand in a way that I have not seen a drag queen work in America or the American shows. Um, right now they're doing um, Spain. I think Spain is the closest one that I feel has come to Thailand. Mm-hmm. Um, but Drag Race Thailand which also RuPaul didn't really have much of a thing with. So, like, it almost feels like an entirely different show. Um, and then Drag Race UK season one is really good. They kind of feel like they went back to their roots. I'm giving you a lot. Did you watch Start Drag Race Canada? I did. Okay, my friend Chris knows the person who won that. Priyanka? I guess. I don't know. I didn't watch okay. it. But, oh, that's uh, really cool. She was one of my favorites. Yeah, so. Um, I don't know if my friend, because I have a friend who's in the Trocaderos, and I don't know if my friend knows Lemon or Brooklyn Heights. Brooklyn Heights was the host who was a previous winner of Drag Race, and Lemon was, like, one of the queens participating who had, like, lived in New York for a while and was a dancer and then moved back to Canada or moved to Canada. I don't know their lives enough. Okay. Yeah. Um, Canada was okay. They had some really good moments. They also had like Deborah Cox and I felt as on like one episode and I was like, you really have just missed a whole gay thing here because like Deborah Cox is one of those, um, singers that she's really niche. A lot of her dance mixes were played all the time in gay clubs for a while. Um, but I think outside of like R and B, she's not that well known. But um, like the fact that she was like on just like one episode, and they've had Kylie Jenner, no Chloe Jenner, on like three is ridiculous. Hmm. I know, like uh, when Nicki Minaj was on like that iconic TikTok sound. Mm-hmm. I hate, hate, hate your hair and makeup today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was a lot, yeah. There was also, there was a really good episode, I think in the most recent one, where Leslie Jones was finally a judge, and she was, like, filming it on her phone as it's happening. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and you can hear her, like, 
singing along like when RuPaul comes out like you hear this like you didn't realize it was Leslie Jones but you hear somebody in the background going like clever girl put the bass in your (laughs) yeah she was probably one of the better judges the other one was um that I personally like was um oh god he used to do the soup Um, Joe McHale or whatever Joe McHale and he was like aggressively heterosexual in a Joe McHale way Mm -hmm. that it was like bothering um, one of the judges, Michelle Visage. Like at one point in time, he was like whooping and he was like, what? It's like a sporting event. (laughs) (laughs) And Michelle Visage was like, I can't stand you. And she had the whole time. She just looked like she wanted to reach over and slap him. Um, but yeah, um, reunion part three, we finally get to do our golden and rotten apples at the end of it. So I'm excited for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we start out with Kelly having just walked off Mm -hmm. the set. Um, she had her whole, all of you are mean meanies who do mean things and, systematic bullying which i still don't understand what that is as opposed to like yeah as andy's definition it's just continuous bullying (laughs) yeah jesus um and while kelly is away everyone starts talking about her i loved what bethany said she's like she's gonna make up whatever she wants to say next time she's just gonna say she's an african-american asian woman yeah, and then Luann and is just like down. trying so hard not to laugh. Like everyone is so serious, mm-hmm. and Luann's like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I felt Luann spent a lot of time this episode being like over it, Luann. Mm-hmm. And it's not bad. I just think it's interesting because like they it was also a big thing later on about like how Luann was like letting her hair down and letting us into her life. But I was like, no, she's still pretty like distant. But she's like pretending that she's not so that you think that she's let her guard down, but she's really like just showing you another side of the countess. Like, you know, this is the countess's softer side. Right. Look at me trying hard to giggle. <laughs> um, there were a lot of moments that I felt were kind of like that. Yeah. For her. Um, let's see. So this is also where we find out that Kelly didn't just go home from scary island she was escorted by a producer yeah yeah which changes the whole dynamic like when it was just like i gotta get out of here it's it's one thing but when it's like the producers are like we're taking you to the airport that's another yeah like you've had enough and even Ramona said quite recently um, that it was a lot worse. And so- Sonia said it, or Ramona, or both of mm-hmm. them, I don't know, said that it was a lot worse than what we actually saw on the show. And normally, mm-hmm. you know, with reality TV, it's the opposite way where they edit it to look worse. So if they edited mm-hmm. her to look better, then holy shit, like, what didn't we see, you know? Yeah, that was... Finding out was a that was a lot. Like, what? Yeah, and they had to have a producer take her home. Like, that's crazy. Like, that's it's a lot. I don't. And I mean, I it. I don't even think that it was Bravo being 
Nice. I'm pretty sure there were like, if she stays here, this is going to be a liability. We got to get her out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you think she was on drugs or do you think she's just like something's not there? Or do you think like she didn't take her prescription meds or like what, mm-hmm. what do you think it was? I honestly don't know. Um, her behavior matches up with people that I've encountered who um, have had troubles with prescriptions. Her behavior also matched up with people that I've known who were high. Um, I basically assume everybody in television is doing some sort of drug at some point in time, unless they're like, I don't know. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a Midi clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Gwyneth Paltrow, and even then she's probably like snorting dried berries, but... (laughs) She's inhaling the steam from her vagina cleaner. Or whatever. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Her yoni egg. Speaking of, do you watch Extreme Sisters? I haven't watched it yet, but I was literally thinking about that today. I'm like, should I try to watch an episode before I record with David? So um, I'll try for next week. Okay. Because I think it was the recent episode. And one of the most re- – either, either they're in the most recent ep- – yeah, it was the recent episode. Like there were two sisters and like – Normally, their cycles sync up, but, oh, they're two sisters. One of them, they're both psychic, and one of them hasn't told her boyfriend that she's psychic. So it's this whole, like, coming out story of, like, oh, my God, I have to tell John I'm psychic. Um, So one of them got their period and the other one didn't. So you, the scene you have of them, they're having a conversation. One of them is sitting on the couch. The other one is like, put her head into her sister's crotch. And she's like, yeah, the pheromones, she just like, you know, it's like science. Like she, her, she's emitting pheromones right now. And so my body will like sense, sense those pheromones. And therefore like, it'll like kickstart my cycle. Okay. Like that is a thing. Like if you do spend mm. a lot of time around 
another woman, like your cycles do mm. tend to, that is a thing, but I don't think getting your face like right up in there would change that. Yeah. You know, like there's a scene where she's like, I mean, the other sister is wearing pants, but she's like wafting it. Ew. Like <laughs> Everyone. Ew, she's like <laughs> queefing in her face. <laughs> like it was one of those things where the very like because the first sisters are like the creepy twins who sit, who say everything together <laughs> um and they creep everyone out and then as the episode was going on like all of twitter was like tlc how did you make the creepy twins be the normal ones this episode can we go back to them oh my god Ugh. Yeah. yeah, it was a lot. It was it was it was a lot, but it was it's a show. I don't know why I watch it. I'm waiting for like TLC. I'm waiting for T- always learning. Yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting for like TLC to have some sort of to continue the family theme because so far they've had smothered. So I married a mama's boy and extreme sisters. So I'm waiting for like kissing cousins, the story of like cousins who are actually in a relationship together. Or like yeah, Amanda and Jody are doing um, smothered. Her. Smothered is a lot, but it's weird because now smothered is like the normal one, <laughs> right? They should do one about like um, mother-in-laws from hell. Uh, yeah, I feel like that would Has be you... a good one. I would have thought that. What is it? Um... Oh, wait, does TLC do Bridezilla's? Mm. They do say yes to the dress. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's got to be. Anyway, um, I feel like there was like a Bridezilla-in-law thing, but I, ha- I, I you're, there hasn't been like a f- – I haven't seen like a, a stable franchise that's been about mothers-in-laws from hell, and you could easily do that. I mean, I was watching – somebody shared a TikTok of – like a bunch of different weddings where the mothers of the grooms like stopped the wedding. To, like, <gasps> yell at the bride mid wedding. <gasps> yeah. Oh my God. Like she, she objected to the vows because she had this whole thing of like, you know, um, I think the bride said something of like, and I love you despite all your, all of your flaws. And the mother and the mother of the, the groom was like, he doesn't have any flaws. He doesn't have any flaws. Oh, How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. I, I can't stand people who make other people's special day about themselves. Like, it's mm. just, it's so fucked up. I just, whatever. Yeah. Um, I know. I always say this with, like, Vinny from Jersey Shore. Like, imagine, mm. like, dating him and... Like, I don't know. I could just picture him being like, oh, your cooking's not as good as my mom's cooking. Or, like, my mom folds laundry better yeah. than you do. Or, like, stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. ugh. You're right. Like, he's normally my favorite one. But, like, if he like, if, if we were dating and he ever did that. Actually, there was a really great Am I the Asshole thread where... Um, actually, was it Am I the Asshole? It was... There was, like, a Reddit thing where this woman was like... Um, after we got back from our honeymoon, my husband said that my like Dutch apple crisp or apple pie or whatever wasn't as good as his mom's. And 
I've never made it ever again. And we are on our 37th year of marriage. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can't with the mama's boy saying. I just yeah. can't. Which there were some really great examples of people on that thread too. I think like one person um, got his mother's cooking like got a to-go box, brought it home, heated it up, and like served it as like that was the food that she that they that, that she had made. Um, then he complained, and like she complained to his mother that like he was complaining about her food, <laughs> so she like apparently set him right or something. I don't know. <laughs> men are stupid. <laughs> yes, they are. Straight yeah. men are at least. Yeah, I mean, gay men are still pretty terrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um, Bethany talked about how she was like the most mellow she's ever been. And then I don't understand why Kelly keeps bringing up the whole chef thing. Cause like they're talking about like, yeah, I was mellow and I was like cooking and I was like lying by the pool. And Kelly's like, you were being helped by being cooked. You were helped by being cooked. You, you, you had, a, there was a chef there. Yeah. She's like, actually, she wasn't the one cooking. The chef was cooking. And then Sonia's like, no, no, no. That's what we call a sous chef. <laughs> the sous mm. chef was just helping her. And then, yeah, I don't know, Kelly kept, like, piping in at every opportunity that she got. And she really pissed me off when, um, like, because she she kept coming at all of them. And then Sonia kept saying, like, Mm -hmm. I was there for you. I had your back, which she did. We even Mm -hmm. saw her say, like, you know, she's not right in the head. You guys are all attacking her. Like, leave it alone. And then mm-hmm. Kelly decides to be a freaking bitch to Sonia. And she's like, well, you were drinking a lot. And it's like, why are you shaming someone for drinking on vacation? Like, mm-hmm. I just hate that shit. Like, she can drink as much as she wants. <laughs> yeah, she's a grown adult. Like, she can get, like, she could be an alcoholic. And while, sure, that's not okay. It's like, it's her choice. She's an adult. It's her money. Yeah. It's not like, it's not affecting your life, Kelly, Kaloran, Ben Simone. <laughs> she, she's not doing it in front of your children, like sea salt and blueberry, or whatever their names are. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> sea salt. Like, <laughs> I can't remember her names. I know one of them is like sea. Or yeah, one of them is sea. Yeah. I forget the other one. Ugh. Yeah, sea and princess or something. <laughs> like, um, not that princess is a bad name. I know, I know somebody really nice named princess. Princess so, from Buy Pumpkin. <laughs> yes, love her. <laughs> I don't want to be like, no, no, no. Princess is a great name. You're great. I love her. She she hates her yeah. own name though. Like she'll okay. always say, "I hate being, I hate princess." Like, don't ever fucking call mm-hmm. me princess. <laughs> so. mm-hmm. Yeah. So um. There, I mean, like, there was an interest. If anybody else had said it, or if this had been said at a different time, I would have thought it was a lot more funny. But it was um, Ramona's piping into all this, and Kelly says your blood type is Pinot Grigio. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, and I mean, we've seen Ramona get like shwasted, so mm-hmm. like, it's funny, but also coming from Kelly, it's not. But it's funny. <laughs> yeah, Ramona definitely loves her Pinot, and um, mm. she actually has her own Pinot Grigio. But um, yeah, I mean, 
I mean, Kelly said that they should all, like, apologize to her. And then Ramona's like, mm-hmm. actually, you should apologize for ruining, like, our vacation. And I agree with mm-hmm. Ramona because if mm-hmm. if it was so bad that a producer had to escort her away from the trip, then it's definitely mm-hmm. her fault it got ruined. So, Yeah. And I mean, uh, to quote another Housewives franchise, she could have just sat there and ate her food. Like, mm-hmm. wait, is that is that Housewives or is that... Crap, is that Rock of Love and I'm being terrible? Do you know what that's from? Because I wanted to say it was Phaedra and now I'm afraid that it is from, I think it is Phaedra. I'm going to, this is going to bother me and I'm going to like not be okay with myself until I look it up. Dude, um, I miss Phaedra on mm-hmm. The Housewives so much. Like what she did was fucking horrible, but at the same time... Mm-hmm. She was one of the best housewives of all time. Mm-hmm. I'm sure people are like screaming and like, oh my God, what is wrong with you? Because <laughs> um, it's probably going to be, okay. Um, yeah, okay. I'm so sorry because it is not a housewife thing. It is, why is this a crossword puzzle? <laughs> What? <laughs> okay, first of all, it's Tiffany New York Pollard. So I'm pretty sure it is a, a flavor rock of love. love related flavor of love. Mm-hmm. I am terrible with names today. Um, but there's a whole bunch of crosswords that are like, you could have just sat there and blank your food. <laughs> it's like the crossword. Um so yeah, it's Tiffany Pollard, not um, not a housewife that I thought. <laughs> Dude, imagine if New York was on the housewives. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at MIDI Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Ooh, she'd be so good. She would be nothing but fighting. <laughs> there was, she was a guest judge on RuPaul's Drag Race at one point in time, too, and I thought she was a lot of fun. Yeah. But, um... 
Andy asked Kelly if she got help, if she recovered, mm-hmm. and Kelly's like, recovered from what? And Andy's like, it seems like he had a little bit of a breakdown. She's like, no, I actually had a breakthrough. Like, mm-hmm. what? Yeah. Kelly's comments about all of this are a little like, okay, what the hell? Um, Because some of the stuff that she says at the end gets really like, what planet are you on? Um... Then we get to Jill coming to Scary Island Mm -hmm. and everyone's like, why did you think you could come here? Do you think you were friends with us? And she's like, friends? What are you talking about? I thought thought we were all my friends. I thought we were friends. Um, Everyone's like, "Um, no. It does get a little weird, I think, because they say that if she had approached it differently – they probably would have been okay, but then they also say if she had contacted them, they would have said, don't come. Right. Whose side are you on? Um, I'm on their side mostly. I think that... I can't see any situation where you have set, where you are in an active fight with at least, like, one of the people involved. Mm-hmm. Um, and... You have already said that you were not coming and you show up on the last day. Like, I don't. I'm not saying Jill doesn't have good intentions. I just feel that we've seen her do something like this before. And even if it was really good intentioned, it was not well thought out. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that she did have good intentions. And they did want her to come at first. Like, we even see the clip mm-hmm. of Ramona being like, you're coming. It's not going to be the same without mm-hmm. you. But it is kind of weird. Like, I don't know. I would never just show up on yeah. vacation. Even if I was invited, I wouldn't just show up. That's such a... Obviously, it's different for them because they have money and whatever. But, like, it's still... It's such, like, a bold thing to do. I don't mm-hmm. know. It really is. Especially something like that. Because it, it seemed like she assumed that she was going to spend the night. Because they still had one night left. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it seemed that she was going to show up in, the, in midday, stay with them. So, it wasn't just, like... We were in the area we wanted to see if you were still around. Mm -hmm. It's not like, hey, I'm in town, but I have to leave early in the morning. Do you want to go get dinner type of a thing? It was like, I've come out of my way and now you have to put me up. Right. So is that why Uh, um, Alex had that such strong of a reaction because the Kelly stuff had already happened? If it was the I last day. Tell, yeah. So is that why she was like shaking and like, there's been enough drama? I don't know because I felt that was a little bit out of character and overdramatic for Alex. Yeah. Like even I was sort of like, I was just sort of like, I don't understand what you think is going to happen here. Yeah. Because I know they got into, I mean, even even their fight just still felt very, like, I don't think Alex won that fight. And I think Alex is, like, trying to find her 
voice, but I also think it doesn't matter to Jill because Jill's Jill only cares about Alex when Alex is like in her face. Mm-hmm. And Alex doesn't have to be in her face. And I think that's the thing that Alex hasn't quite figured out here is that she can still have a voice and speak up, but she also doesn't need to be in the direct middle. Yeah. Jill was like, like oh, sorry, go on. I would say it's like Sonia, I think, speaks up a lot, but Sonia's also been very clear as a like friend of who's not who's part of the main cast, but doesn't quite feel like she's inserting herself everywhere. Mm-hmm. And now that I feel like Alex is inserting herself everywhere, but I feel that part of her finding her voice is coming across a little bit as her trying to be more out there. And I don't think she's doing it in the way that she should, I guess I should say, I guess I'd put it that way. Right. Okay, so yeah, it was after, I guess, Kelly left because Bethany said that she called Jill to tell her about the Kelly Mm -hmm. thing. And then Jill said that she spoke to Kelly and told her not to leave because she might be coming. Obviously, Kelly left anyways. But like, Mm -hmm. I thought Jill was so funny here because I think she like knows that she was in the wrong and she feels kind of stupid because then she just kind of blurted out, like, and by the way, Ramona, thanks a lot for asking me and Bobby if we wanted a drink of water to go to the bathroom. We were traveling for nine hours. It's like, it's not their fault that you were traveling for nine hours. Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't know. Yeah, that's also when you say, uh, like, when you're out in the car, you just say, can I come and use the bathroom really fast? I will be quiet and quick. Like, you know? Mm-hmm. Um you don't – yeah, because that was part of her whole, like, I felt like I was in a firing squad. And by the way, Ramona, she could got a couple digs at Ramona, this one. Because, mm-hmm. like, in her apology, she also tries to dig at Ramona, um, where she says, <laughs> like, I'm really sorry that – I surprised you. I should have remembered that you're not, don't do well with surprises. Like, if, you know, if you, if somebody brings a guest to a dinner party, you'll have a heart attack. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay. That's not an apology if you're like digging up dirt from two seasons ago. Yeah. Jill seems like the type of friend, though, that if she fucked up, she wouldn't be like i'm sorry for doing this she'd be like i'm sorry you feel that way like you know Mm -hmm. what i mean she's like that type of person yeah i'm sorry that your feelings are hurt you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which i always hate i'm always like um and then they get like if you don't accept that they get really really mad yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i was watching um the Handmaid's Tale <laughs> this week. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm not going to spoil anything, but there was a scene where like a former aunt ran into one of the handmaids in Toronto and had this whole like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. You have to forgive me. Please forgive me. Oh my God. And there was a whole thing of like, why? I don't have to forgive you anything. Like, no, <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so, oh, there was also something in Jill talking about how like Alex's face was full of contempt and disgust, and she had never seen her face look like that before, and she was so horrified, and it was like how everybody was like lying down wearing giant sunglasses and Alex's face is usually pretty stoic. And even then she looked a little bit like shaky, not like evil. So what are you talking about? Yeah. It's, it's everyone else's fault. You know what I mean? Mm. So yeah, there's a, yeah. And that's, what's really turned me off of Jill this season is that it's always someone else's fault. Mm hmm. Even when she is actually finally fussing up to stuff, it is always someone else's fault. Yep. And I think that's why that she, I would say, I, I would say that's why she and Bethany don't ever really make up or get back, get back to where they were. Yeah. I mean, it would definitely be hard to be uh, friends with somebody like that, for me at least. Mm-hmm. I'm too sensitive to be friends with somebody like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so eventually Jill says like she's done talking about all of this in Scary Island. And so we move on to the Countess. And more, well, there's a lot of things to get into and we get a little whole thing of her. But then we are first rush headlong into court. Uh, like her weird boyfriend and someone says a little bit later that um court looks like somebody who would lick your face when you were sleeping yeah (laughs) (laughs) yes yes he does and he would think it's romantic and then you'd like he would wake you up and you're like "Uh, oh oh that kiss they had at the dinner table was mm-hmm. so fucking awkward oh my god yeah. she's like pulling back you, and he's like sticking his tongue out Ugh. do you believe her when she says that it was more about pda than it was about chemistry mm. yeah okay because actually because i was actually curious because i've often been in situations where I felt the same way where like I'll be on a date and a guy wants to like make out in the middle of the street. And I'm like, I don't really feel comfortable making out in the middle of the street. And also I don't know who's about to murder us. (laughs) Can we not? And then like they get all pissy. Like what? You're not attracted to me. It's like, well, I just don't want you sticking your tongue down my throat in the middle of fifth Avenue. Right. Like, yeah, there's definitely people out there that are like, if you don't do this in front of everyone, then you don't like me. Mm. And it's like, no, I just, I'll, I'd rather just do that at home when it's just the two of us, you know? So, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. There was, um, yeah, it's always like when people get like really physical on the train, I'm always really uncomfortable. And it's not a matter of like, ew, what you're doing is gross, but it's like, y'all are like, Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? 
At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Almost fucking. <laughs> and I don't need to be around this, not in a prudish way, but then it's like, this is like a private and intimate moment. And I am on my way to work or coming back from work and hating everybody and wanting a shower and a drink and not your exposed nipple in my face. (laughs) Um, Have you ever been to Universal in Orlando? I have not. I've actually never been to Orlando. I need to go there. Oh, my God. I'll go with you. It's, like, my favorite place okay. in the world. But there's, okay. there's like, the Hogwarts Express, right, from Harry Potter that brings mm. you to one park to the other. And it's exactly like the movies, how there's, like, the little cabins you sit in, right? So mm. we're in the cabin, and there was, like, a couple in the same cabin across from us. And the guy, like, has his arm around her, and he, they're just, like, kissing, and it was one of those things where it wasn't even, like, I can't explain it. Like, when the arm's around, but they look comfortable, it looked, like, so mm-hmm. awkward. And, like, yeah. and just, I, I just remember sitting there, and they're just, like, kissing and making out, and, like, it was just so weird. They were just such a weird it was so weird and i just felt so uncomfortable and i was like Mm -hmm. i'm like in this cabin with these people like get me out like Mm -hmm. it's it's literally like two minutes but it's like so why do you have to do that like we're at a theme park i don't know yeah and then they're making like mouth sounds and you're like (laughs) and you're like (laughs) please stop uh, uh, people are the worst. Although Luann is no longer with Coerta, um and is now with Jacques. Who looks like Ross from Friends. <laughs> yeah. They also had this whole thing of like Jacques is younger than Luann. And I actually would not have guessed that. Like, although the way she talks about it, it sounds like he's under 35. And I'm like, there's no way that man is under 35. He is like 38 to your 44. I don't right. I I thought he was in like his early forties and her in her mid forties. Yeah. Like I didn't think it was mm-hmm. anything substantial. It's not like she's dating a twenty one year old. Yeah, she wasn't like demi mooring it. Like yeah. Like I don't. Yeah, it was very. And I don't. I I, I don't want. I also don't think I can blame this on like. Um, have you ever looked at, like, yearbooks from the 70s and you're like, what is with all of these, like, 40-year-olds who are graduating high school <laughs> and people just looked different, you know? Yeah. You can't even blame it on that because this was only 10 years ago. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't – until they said, like, how much younger is he, I would have never even guessed, so – yeah, I would have put him around the same age. Yeah. Um, then we get to Don't Be or Money Can't Buy You Class, which Andy immediately compares to 
Don't Be Tardy for the Party, mm-hmm. um, which I guess was the first one, or it, it came before Money Can't Buy You Class. And we found out that Money Can't Buy You Class was at iTunes Top 10. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the main chart or if that's like reality TV disco pop hit chart. Yeah, because <laughs> on on uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta, Kim Zolciak kept saying, my song is number two. And it's like, and then I think at one point someone even said to her, like, it's number two on like the dance whatever chart. Mm-hmm. It's not number two in general, like relax. So, yeah. Yeah. And it's not even like the dance chart. It's like the, it's like there's dance and then there's like some sort of like sub thing. Yeah. You know, like it's not just country. It's the urban pop country (laughs) classical retro list. (laughs) You're 10 out of 20. (laughs) Um, And Kim Zolciak said she didn't like money can't buy you class which i thought was mean Mm because they're both bangers in my opinion yeah and i'm like kim you don't got anything to be i don't know like kim's are they're they're not competing for the same audience i feel like i think they are though like real housewives fans who else is gonna listen to those songs that's true. I guess, like, I just feel like Money Can't Buy You Class hits a very A-list pretentious gay thing, and mm. Don't Be Tardy for the Party is a little bit more down and dirty. Right. I get what you're saying. It's like, it's in the same way that the Countess would never cater one of Victoria's parties with... Um, a um, Chick-fil-A catering service. Mm-hmm. And that's something that Kim would do. <laughs> right. I get what you're saying. Um, yeah. However, though, n- neither of them can sing. But no. Luann's got the better voice of the two, which is saying mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. It's also why I think it's really funny that... Um, her producer compares her to, what was it, Madonna and, and Fergie. Fergie. And was, <laughs> yeah, and I was like, these are not two women who are known for their vocal qualities. These are two women who are known for dancing, innovation in music style, and, like, auto-tuning. Right. Like, these are not, like, even at that point in time when Fergie was like, like, I think in like what in 2012 by the, by 2012 her biggest song was like just her rap spelling out the word glamorous. Right. Big girls don't cry was a bop too. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean Fergie's Fergie's yeah she's she was a part of Kids Incorporated. <laughs> So I mean, she's yeah, but like, like uh, I would never, like, I wouldn't consider Madonna like a, a vocalist. She is a performer, right? I would say exactly. And, um, I just do think it's interesting that he compared her to those two as opposed to like, if he had said Christina and Britney, that would be a different story. 
you know, or like Christina and Kelly Clarkson or even, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. You can't compare her to anyone because she's Countess Luann. Yeah. (laughs) I also feel like, and she's got like a fairly deep voice of which there are not a lot of deep voice women. You usually have like Cher, but Cher has a much more trained and musical quality to her voice. Yeah. Cher can actually sing. Yeah. Um, so then Kelly proceeds to like dribble her thoughts out of her brain about Playboy. And then we go into a whole thing about, was it right for her to do Playboy? Um, how does she feel about Playboy? How do Sea Spray and Anklet feel about Playboy? Does she talk to them about Playboy? How do the other housewives feel about Playboy? How does Alex feel about Kelly doing Playboy? And how does Jill feel about Alex feeling about Kelly doing Playboy? Yep. I thought that Um, Jill was kind of like being salty to Alex here. Because she's like... um, Because Andy brings up in season one how Ramona walked off the stage just with the mention of the nude photos and how things have changed. And then Alex was like, well, I was the trailblazer. And obviously she was being funny. She, like, they're Mm -hmm. talking about nude pictures, you know. And then Jill goes... Well, you can't compare you compare yourself to pictures of Playboy. Like you were spread eagle in the hallway of your husband's hotel. Very distasteful. Yeah, that's. I'm like that's like hustler. I'm like Playboy relax. is like a tasteful, artistic magazine. Which, which I, it's it's not unless it's a celebrity cover. Yeah, yeah, and this wasn't even the cover. It was like online variant or something like that. By the way, I like was, I relooked up Alex's nude pictures because I hadn't seen them in a while, and she's not spread eagle at all. Yeah, she's completely you know naked, but actually, she's not like legs open, full vag shot. Yeah, she's like taste. I actually have never seen her picture. Her picture. Her pictures. Let me look that up. Alex McCord naked pictures. Hot Alex McCord photos. Um, Alex McCord naked. She has perky tits. Mm-hmm. Really pointy nipples, too. Right? Now I see what Amanda was talking about because Amanda was like, she has like big areolas. Yeah. <laughs> did she like I, okay I mean no she's not spread eagle but you can see lip and I think that's what um, and that might be what Jill was talking about but even then that's not spread eagle I don't like the glow. Janelle Evans um, nudes are spread eagle <laughs> yeah not Alex's yeah. Yeah, she has very pointy nipples. Those are like out there. <laughs> David's like so fascinated by her long <laughs> pointy nipples. <laughs> well, it's her nipples. And then there's the one like in the shower where she looks like she's diving into a pool. And those are a little weird because it's like 
the the camera angle goes from like tasteful nude to like thigh gap and they're definitely not what Jill was saying but I wouldn't yeah. hang those up in like a foyer somewhere. right right they were taken by Simon on mm-hmm. one of those um, Canon Mm-hmm. handheld digital cameras we all had them mm-hmm. in the mid 2000s um, yeah and it was really awesome like like the 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 lens like spiraled like pulled out like telescoped out of like yes it's so cool i have a camera yeah i had a little pink one i remember like a rose mm-hmm. gold good times it, yeah have you seen the like the really cute polaroids that are coming out now no. Some of them have been out for a while, but like they're usually like uh, they're a little bit bigger than like the Canon size. So it's not like the old Polaroids that are like huge. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they take a smaller photo, but they usually come in sort of like a pastel color and white and they're kind of chunky. So they look a little bit like a kid's toy, but I think they're really, really cute. Hmm. If you look up like Polaroids now, they, yeah, they're. And so you can do a lot. They're. Like, I think you can get the film so that when it prints out, you can put it, you can make it a sticker for something. And it's, yeah, it's, they're cute. Yeah, my friend has a camera like that. It's not, um, it's not like Polaroid. It's like a different company Mm. or whatever that makes it. And it's just like little pictures or whatever. So every time we hang out, we like, we get drunk and we take tons of pictures. And then the next, and she'll put Mm. them on her fridge. And then the next time I'll go over to her house, I'm like, I don't remember taking any of these good times. I'm assuming none of them are like Alex's. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not like you're waking up and all of a sudden you're like, yep, that's my butt cheek. I know. Imagine she just has me like a spread eagle with my pointy nipples mm. on her fridge. Janelle <laughs> 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 uh, uh, Evans. I swear, I, like, I have learned a lot about. Um, teen mom that i recognize a lot of the names but okay janelle is like the teen mom oh yeah 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 like i she, she and she dated gary right no that's amber she did date a guy named oh. gary but she didn't date like the gary the janelle gary, is yeah. the daughter of barbara barbara i thought that was the worst impression ever mm. <laughs> barbara the screaming boston accent mm. barbara yeah okay um, she's not on the show anymore, but because she's a yeah. fucking horrible person. But and who's the one that Jody does the impression of? That like my scripts are coming on Tuesday. <laughs> that's Tanya. That's Amber's mom. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Got it. So yeah, like I, I I know most of the names just from hearing people talk about them, but I couldn't put their faces on there, and I feel like I've been slowly absorbing teen <laughs> mom <laughs> knowledge. There's like, I don't know, there's probably like a one or just one or two iconic episodes that you need to watch and you'll forever be hooked. Okay. Okay. Like. Yeah. I think it like the amount of teen, like one time I tried to watch Teen Mom, but it was like, I thought it was, I think it was a Teen Mom OG and it was like a reunion and I was like, I don't know what's going on. Ah. Yeah. And it kind of shut off. Um, Don't watch then, any of the new seasons, though, because they're so okay. boring. You have to watch, like, first couple seasons. Yeah. 
Well, aren't they like in their 30s now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they haven't been teen moms for a long ass time. And it's kind of like Vanderpump Rules is doing the same thing where they're all like in their 30s and settling down and having kids. And you're like, I don't want to watch this. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I know. And it's so and annoying because that- like they all have money now and it's like mm-hmm. and it's like they they've been on the show for so many years that they know how it's produced. Mm-hmm. They know how they can get away with not talking about certain stuff. There's so, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's all like storylines about them starting their podcasts or, you know, um, mm-hmm. starting their own business or this or that. And it's like, I don't care about any of that. Like I want to mm-hmm. see you guys, struggle i want to see your drug addictions (laughs) like Mm -hmm. i want to see all the messiness yeah i do think that's why one i think why housewives has worked in a way that a lot of other reality tv hasn't had the staying power and it's because we're watching wealthy women with nothing else to do except to drink and be catty at each other Mm -hmm. and that's what people want to watch it for Mm -hmm. and like other shows I feel that have tried um, have tried to be more about like, oh no, we're a family. Like watching the Osbournes or mm-hmm. um, what was Bam McGarris' second show? Not Jackass, but the one where like, it was about Bam. his family. Yeah. Again with that one, it's like we're a family and this is like what we do and we're just a family together and sometimes we just fight, but in the end we make up. And it's like, I don't care. <laughs> Like, you're going to fight with your dad, and then you're going to, like, yell at each other in front of the pentagram in your foyer, and then you're going to get together because your uncle, who eventually passes away, R.A.P., is really sad. Or, you know, like, whereas we come to Real Housewives for this type of drama, although it does end up leading to places like Kelly Ben Simone, um where we that's kind of the level that we want and we don't I wouldn't say we don't want to see them make up because we do want to see them make up like I want to see it wouldn't have I would have liked to have seen Jill and uh, Bethany make up but um and I also think that's why Jersey has gotten rid of a lot of the family members really fast um well, not really fast because, like, a lot of them stayed around for a while. But, like, why Dina was gone and, like, after the first season. I'm literally um, watching Jersey right now. Yeah, she leaves halfway through season two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, and I think the Gorgas work because they are so dysfunctional. One of the best scenes in Housewives history is when Teresa's mm-hmm. brother calls her trash or whatever he says and then she's mm-hmm. like Joe you just called me trash I'm leaving and then, she, <laughs> and then the two Joes are like beating each other up and then Teresa just runs yeah. away <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> oh shit but like there they are so messed up mm-hmm. and like willing to like fight it with each other and then you have like you know, at at the mo- like, and I think it's why Caroline didn't quite make the cut in the end because she's so like we're a family and family stays together. Let me tell you family- something about family. 
but my family. Yeah. We're thick as thieves, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're like, okay, we don't care. Your children are terrible, and we don't care. And we want to see Melissa and Joe, like, fuck up their lives. <laughs> <laughs> well, who is it? Gia sings her, Was it Gia or Melania? Who like, waking Melania. up in the morning. Thinking about thinking so, so many, many things. things. I just <laughs> wish things would get better. <laughs> You know who I can't stand on that show? Um, who? Jacqueline's daughter, Ashley. Oh. Who pulls Danielle's Ugh. hair. She's mm. the worst. <laughs> She's Is horrible. She, didn't they, like, get her an apartment and then, like, she couldn't live in the apartment and then they got her, the, like, until something was fixed and, like, that she couldn't be away from her brother for a, I might be confusing her with some of the Manzos, but, like, I remember Ashley being terrible. Oh, she's just so annoying. She, like, thinks that mm. she's, like, queen shit, like, so tough. Mm. Like, oh. Yeah. She thinks she's Greg, and really there is only one Greg. Yeah. Like, and even Greg is a, Greg was a character. I, I, I kind of wish New York had a character like Greg, because so far all of our gays have not been, um, hitting their mark because like greg could just sit there with like his drink and a dog and be just like and just like have a look it would be like in the devil wears prada like oh and if she purses her lips then the collection is like over <laughs> or in um the movie amadeus where emperor joseph if he yawns like three times at an opera it's over never seen it it's good. It's an 80s period piece about Mozart. And like there's one scene where um, he's presenting, I think it's The Marriage of Figaro. And he's and there's this whole thing of like, oh, it's new and it's it's in German, not Italian or French. And it's based on a piece that's been banned and it's so controversial and modern. And there was like so they were going to ban the ballet because it was too lewd or something. And um, um the main character Salieri is like freaking out like, Oh my God, what if people like this? And it's a whole thing of if the emperor watch goes to see it and he yawns once, it's okay. If he yawns twice, the show will close within like a week. And if he yawns three times, then that's like the only showing that the, the opera is going to ever get. So I think he yawned twice during the movie production of, um, the Marriage of Figaro. And so Salieri was happy because he was like, yay, people aren't going to like it because I'm a whiny little bitch. <laughs> it's a decent movie. I think it's worthwhile if you watch, but it's also very like, <clears throat> it's an 80s period piece. So, I mean, I don't, re- like, hair doesn't quite fit, costumes that don't quite fit, everybody being like super dramatic and lots of candles. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, like, better lighting than Outlander and without the, like, Irish, like, (laughs) (laughs) soundtrack or Scottish. Oh, my gosh. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I was in a show and like somebody used a piece of one of that in the number. And so my it was at my friend's apartment a couple weeks ago when we were watching Netflix and like it like auto played something mm-hmm. or, like it went to like the next show, but then like played the intro. Um, but it didn't go into the show and like it was playing the song and I was like, how do I know this? I know this somehow that I remember the show and I was like, <laughs> they used the theme from Outlander in this show. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Hope they got the rights was at so, least. I don't, I mean, it was like, it was a dinky little like, you know, 20 people in the audience in a theater that holds 25 sort of a thing. So it wasn't like out, the, the outlander producers are probably not going to be tracking us down for like a show that we did five years ago. <laughs> right. By the way, was Daniel mm-hmm. Radcliffe ever on a Broadway show where he was naked or? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I it's called I... Equus and it's like about him and a horse. What's it called? Equus, E-Q-U-U-S. Okay. It's like him and a horse in a coming-of-age story, and, like, maybe he's sexually attracted to the horse. Maybe he's sexually attracted to the girl. It's kind of like my girl, but with a horse. And a lot more symbolism. Okay, I was thinking about this the other day because I'm – don't judge me. I'm reading the Harry Potter books right now. That's fine. And I I was thinking about it, and then I was like – I kind of remember like this happening, but I wasn't sure if it was him. And I remember like everyone was mm-hmm. talking about it and stuff. So yeah, okay, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, it was. Yeah, Harry Potter got naked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on Broadway, right? On the Broadway. Does he look good naked? Um, Did you see the show? I didn't see the show, and he's not usually the type of guy that I go for. Um, even now, like he's gotten a little bit like older, and I, I think he's cute. And like he he was hit. There's a lot of guys that if he was hitting on me, I wouldn't say no, but I wouldn't go out of they like they wouldn't walk in and like my eye would be turned. Right. I was literally thinking the other day because just I have such a perverted mm-hmm. mind. Like mm-hmm. you know, at the top of Harry Potter, like I get he was so little when it started, but that shit went on for forever and you saw him grow mm-hmm. up. And even now, like, um, you know the movie Funny People with Adam Sandler. No. Oh my god, it's um it's a Judd Apatow mm. movie. Um and it's okay. but it's but it's like very dark. It's a dark comedy. It's really good. It's uh, Adam Sandler mm. and Seth Rogen. But mm-hmm. Adam Sandler pretty much plays himself like uh you know this 
this famous actor who's done all these stupid comedies and everyone's obsessed with him, but his character in the movie's dying. Um, mm-hmm. So it's dark. But anyways, there's a scene where he's like fucking a girl and the girl's like, do the noise, do the noise. And he's like making some noise from like some movie he was in. And mm. um, that's how I picture like Daniel Radcliffe to be like, if, you know, if he's like fucking some girl he like met in a bar or whatever, like, <laughs> say the spell from Harry Potter or something. You know what I mean? (laughs) I was just... I'm going to come. I'm going to come. Expect it by China. Yeah. Like, I was literally literally thinking that, like, they probably get him to say, like, Harry Potter stuff, but he's probably, like, wanting to fucking kill himself, but he just does it. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, you know, I'm surprised we haven't heard more stories come out of that cast because they grew up like that. I mean, they grew up in the Harry Potter limelight. Right. And, you know, most child vehicle or child star vehicles are like, you find out 20 years later that like everybody was doing cocaine and having orgies on set. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, did like, what is it? Uh, the Mickey Mouse Club. Like, you hear stories about stuff that was going on. Um, or producers being terrible. Like I haven't really heard any negative stories coming or like the children just being like demanding child stars. Like right. I haven't heard any really bad stories come out of the Harry Potter movie sets. I feel like JK Rowling is so fucking protective of her brand yeah. and of that universe. Like I know even um, in Orlando when they were building the wizarding world of Harry Potter and everything, I, um, She's so, like, when you're in that section of the park, you can't get traditional theme park food. Like, you can't get Mm. a Coke or a popcorn. You can only get stuff that's in the Harry Potter universe because she said that if I'm signing my rights to this, like, it's exactly what I want. So I could picture her being the type where there's so many, like, NDAs and so much Mm -hmm. legal stuff surrounding where it's, like, my universe is perfect and nothing can be talked about type of thing. Mm -hmm. I could, I don't know. Yeah. I can see that. Like, yeah. Like I will not be Ellen. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Even though JK Rowling's horrible, but yeah, dude, the amount of money she was made off that shit. Like it's Mm -hmm. fucking insane to think about. Well, there are so many celebrities. I'm just like, I don't mean this in the wrong way, but it's like there's so many celebrities where I'm just like, why can't you be like Enya? Enya has made like <clears throat> a bunch of albums. She has a couple songs that are like in the cultural zeitgeist still to this day. And she lives in her castle in Ireland where nobody else is allowed. Like <clears throat> she doesn't have social media. She's just like, I'm going to sit in my castle on my pile of money and like roll around in crushed velvet. Like, <laughs> I don't understand why J.K. Rowling just didn't, like, build a, like, sort of a Marie Antoinette-style petite trianon of Hogwarts and just, like, live there for the rest of her life occasionally. Like, we don't need to know about how wizards used to go poo. (laughs) Among many other things that she has said that we don't – that – yeah, and it's just like, <clears throat> did you have to say that stuff? 
you know, I mean, it's, I guess in a lot of ways it's better to know than to not know. Mm-hmm. So you're not giving someone money, but at the same time, it's also kind of like, you didn't have to say anything. You could have just. Right. It's kind of like the same mm. thing. Like, you know, some people like don't like meeting celebrities or whatever, because mm-hmm. they don't want to ruin their, their thought of what they hope that they are in their head. You know what I mean? So. Mm-hmm. It's like that. It's like I want, want, want to keep my perception of you forever. I don't want to change. Yeah. You know? And there is something about both like not meeting your celebrities and also like what is the phrase? Kill your idols, which is sort of me. It's which is an idea that's not like actually go and kill your idol, but like don't create idols in your head. Don't get to the point of what <clears throat> where you do have that relationship with your celebrity but also if you have that just give it a fantasy it's fine like you know and if you meet them like do so in a controlled way where they're not going to be if you if you don't want that illusion shattered then meet them in a controlled way like a meet and greet where you've paid for the vip so that they are on their best behavior and because they're in yeah as opposed to like Stalking them like, outside of their hotel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to go with like badgering them in line at Starbucks, but yeah, stalking. People don't like it when you stalk them. <laughs> nope. Not that it's funny, but like, you know, laughing from the awkwardness. Because <laughs> it's not funny. Don't stalk people. It's bad. Um, so the show basically ends with like a will you come like, would you want to come back for the real housewives? And all of their answers are very bizarre. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause Bethany gives like a really big non-committal maybe. And was Bethany getting married confirmed at this point in time? Cause I feel like it, it must have been because, um, yeah. because remember the last episode they were talking about, um, her oh, yeah. show or whatever. Yeah. And I feel. Speaking of celebrities like, that are horrible, sorry. Um, I mm, saw TikTok mm, um, about mm. Bethany saying that she was horrible. That Bethany's horrible. Yes, I can. Some that. server went on and said that she served yeah. her, and Bethany asked for a very, very, very specific drink. The girl wouldn't say what it was, but I don't know. Maybe it's the skinny girl margarita, but yeah, she asked for a very specific drink and the server told her like, we don't do drinks like that here. We, we, we stick to the menu, but I can ask the bartender. So she didn't, she came back and then I guess Bethany was just like, tell the bartender who I am and he'll do it. And then she said mm-hmm. like, oh, Bethany from the Real Housewives is here. And the guy's like, I don't know who that is and I don't give a shit. And Bethany was just like yeah. such a bitch to her. Mm-hmm. And not everybody's going to know, especially not everybody's going to know a housewife that hasn't been on Housewives in a couple years. Yeah. Like, you know, <clears throat> I feel like Mimi Leaks made this franchise, but I wouldn't expect every person out there in the real world to know who she is. Right. She is one of the more mainstream ones, though, I'd say. Just because she's been on, like, Glee and she did other stuff. Yeah, it's true. But, like, I wouldn't... I would not... 
I feel like you have to be at a certain level to say, oh, the bartender, the tell the bartender that I'm here and he'll know who I am. Yeah, to like, say that, you have to be, like, fucking A-list. You have to be, like, Brad Pitt. Yeah. To say that. Like, okay, Harry Potter could Brad- say that. Tell the bartender yeah. that Harry Potter's here. <laughs> Right, especially if you are like Daniel Radcliffe and you are saying it's Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine him just being like, like, I ordered a martini with a twist. Why like, martini? And like the server is like, I'm so sorry. It's like, just, I hate to do this. Tell him it's for Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> In the British accent. Oh, my fucking God. Uh, yeah. Tell him it's full. Yeah. I can tell um, <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing a French one. I can't think of it. Uh, yeah. Um, but he's, like, also in his sunglasses and a hat, like, <laughs> for Harry Potter. <laughs> like, pulls down his sunglasses. Oh, my God. And there's, like, a plate of Christini, like, <laughs> like his plate of bruschetta in between him and his date <laughs> who's trying to like not look mortified <laughs> um, yeah oh my god so Bethany says maybe even though we all know she's not coming back because she has other better things to do uh, Ramona says that she likes everyone, so why wouldn't she come back? Because I can call up any of you and ask if you want to go to lunch, and it'll be just fine, because you'll just come along, and we'll just have lunch. We could all just have lunch. It's, like, fun, so I'll just be on the show. So we'll have lunch. Um, Alex has found her voice and wants to know what happens now. Like, what's, how is this going to go forward? Um, Luann opens up by saying, no, just kidding. I have fun all with all of you and you have fun and we have fun. And I just want to continue having fun, 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 fun. <laughs> um, Kelly Ben Simone says, I've discovered a lot about myself on this show and other powerful women are not good for me to be around. Is that what she like, said? Something to that effect. That's what I wrote down. I know it's not exactly what she said, oh but she God, said, said all worst. of those words. Yeah. Like the last reunion where they asked her if she had any female friends, like really hit close to home. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Jill says she doesn't know because she doesn't know because she doesn't know. She doesn't know. She doesn't know. She doesn't know. I don't know. She doesn't know. It's been the worst time of her life. She doesn't know. I had a firing squad. She doesn't know. So she gets up and gives Bethany a hug and like trips over her heels and like whispers something into her ear that's like the translation or the season, the closed captioning didn't really translate. And then we end the season three reunion. Woohoo. Woo. Were there any thoughts you had about like that were still going on? Um, um I mean, I'm just surprised. Because it's the exact same cast minus Bethany next season, correct? I think so, yeah. Okay. I'm surprised that they... Don't they bring in... Because they have Sonia. Mm -hmm. Do they bring in someone new or do they wait until they fire everybody? I think season five is when the show does a complete transition of the Housewives. But I think 
yeah, I think that's it, when they it's everyone minus in... um, Bethany next season. Okay. But I'm just surprised that they brought uh, Kelly back because yeah. she seems like if a producer had to escort her off Scary Island, I'm just surprised mm-hmm. that they would want to risk something like that happening again. I wonder if mm. she did get some sort of help. Like, uh, I don't know. There's so many, like, unanswered questions that we'll just never yeah. know. But that's all I really have to say. I'm just surprised that they brought her back of any of them. Yeah. So um, it's Luann, Alex, Ramona, Jill, Kelly, Sonia, and Cindy. Oh, right. Cindy. One season wonder Cindy. Okay. Yeah. And then season four. Five is where we do the whole thing, and so then we get like Aviva, Carol, and Heather, right? Um, but keep Luann, Ramona, and Sonia. Okay, uh, yeah, it's um, yeah, I I feel like it's there was a lot of fighting. I mean, that's what I watched the show for, so I mean, I'm not right. disappointed. Um, I do, I am surprised that Kelly really uh, has been allowed to stay on as long because she seemed like she seems like a liability that is a little bit past the point of being okay with ratings mm-hmm. you know um and i'm kind of surprised that there wasn't more with that um but yeah um Uh, so yeah, um, I'm kind of surprised that Kelly was allowed to stay as long as she was. And then, um, it does seem like this might've been like the, maybe the other people were contracted for another season and this was sort of the test to see like, um, if this was, they were going to continue with them. Like, okay, you got, you know, this season is a deciding factor. Next season, um, if you don't bring it this season, you won't be back. Ne- you won't be back in two seasons, something like that. I don't know. Right. Yeah, we got to, we got to read that book and, um, and see how yes. they, how they decide how they bring housewives back or not. Um, exactly. I am, I need to get a copy of that. I remember um, I watched a clip from one of the Bravo cons and mm-hmm. um, it was like, raise your hand if, and it was like, I don't know, a bunch of housewives. And I remember Andy asked, like, raise your hand if you've ever given another housewife advice about how to stay on the show. And I remember Ramona oh. raised her hand. Okay. So I was like, ooh, I wonder I like that. who she gave advice to and what she said, you know? Yeah. I mean, I can see that. Um, yeah. I wonder if she also helped get Sonia in. Because it seems like they're pretty chummy. Yeah, they're they're really good friends. Yeah, they definitely um, you'll see it as it goes on when they're on vacation and stuff. They definitely have a bond outside of filming for mm-hmm. sure. Okay, yeah. So, um, what are your what are your, your golden apple and rotten apple this for the reunion? Okay, so my golden apple is Luann for giving us. One of my favorite jams ever, Money Can't Buy You Glass. Mm-hmm. Um, and my rotten apple is Jill's lime green shoes. 
<laughs> yeah, those are pretty bad. They were horrible. Mm. I am going to give a my golden apple to Sonia. I really liked her this this especially this um reunion. I thought she was beautiful and poised and had really good things to say and very insightful. And I can see why they kept her along. Yes. Um, so yeah, I really liked her. Um, my rotten apple, I'd probably give it to, um, uh, uh Kelly. Just, she was awful and needed a whole, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's where I'm at. Nice. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, we'll get y'all more information about Amanda. I know she's doing okay, but she's still like, like I think the last one of the episodes of We Love to Hate Everything had to be interrupted because they, um, the landlord showed up or something. Oh my know. god! When she, oh, I was listening to that, and when she said that, I was like, mm-hmm. I would have lost my fucking mind. I hate yeah. when people just like show up at my house like it's 2021 like Mm -hmm. some fucking notice (laughs) you know right yeah it's the worst when they show up at your island resort (laughs) villa (laughs) uh but yeah she um yeah um they yeah um well, I'm loving being on the show, and I know that Amanda Thank has you. tons of fans out there that are probably like, oh, shut the fuck up, Justine. We want Amanda back. But <laughs> I'm, I'm loving. I'm really glad you've been able to. I'm loving yeah. recording with you. I'm having so fun. Yeah. So I will do it as long as you need me to. Okay. I'm happy to do it. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, I really like having you on. Amanda's really grateful for the help. Um, we want to give her as much time to figure this shit out because it sounds like she's been hit with like about one two three four five punches right Um, and that's a lot so let's yeah um so we'll be back with episode one of season four it's crazy yeah season four i've been doing this probably a little bit over a year and we're at season four so woohoo it's exciting i I know now i think this podcast is the only podcast that i've listened to like since it started every single episode Mm. all the way through so it's exciting for me too thank you yeah i have a couple that i'm kind of like that with but yeah a lot of there's a lot of them that i've either just stopped listening to or i'll listen to some episodes but like especially with with the tv recap ones because everybody's recapping like so many shows that i don't watch Mm -hmm. um like I haven't really gotten into married. I I got into one or two seasons of Married at First Sight and then got sick of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's other shows that I've tried to keep up with. Yeah, but so I'm glad we're we're glad to have you here. I'm glad to have you here. I should say I don't know why I'm saying we. Like I speak for everyone. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, we'll be back with episode four. I mean, season four, episode <laughs> one. <laughs> Um, and we'll be diving right into season four. Um, woohoo. Good times. And next week you have to try Kelly's Mexican margarita. Yeah. 
I have a shift on Saturday, so let me. I, I'll probably swing by somewhere either Saturday or Sunday to pick up some, um, some supplies. <laughs> Um, so until then, uh, I'm going to say bye, everybody. Leave us a five-star review rating and share it with your friends. And yeah, bye. Sorry. <laughs> bye. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be like, yeah. Um. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.